Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, uh, settle down, settle down. There's oh, there's so many people here. That, that, all the seats are filled. <laughs> like, there's two seats. <laughs> yeah, and me and Beth yeah, are we're sold them. out. Yeah, we're, sold. we're sold we out. We only had one seat. We're sold out. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's, let's catch up a little bit. Um, my nephews, I don't know if I've been talking about them, but they left and they were being, you know, here from, hey, Beth, they left. So that's kind of oh. how it worked out. <laughs> okay. When did they take off? Uh, Thursday. Mm. Thursday. Um, Going back evening. up to Alaska? Yeah, but they'll be coming back pretty soon. Mm. Uh, and I, th- I don't know if we touched them on before, but uh, the s- <laughs> we're now between the three nephews, the middle one. Um, I can't remember how we started talking about it. Or I mentioned something like about offhand about my show, but he kept ragging on me about yeah, like the listeners. Yeah. But yeah, how he used to be your favorite, but now he's not. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, he was already like like on on um, on probation, you know, before that. So he's over here trashing my my meager uh, earnings, and I'm just like, oh, okay. So you're written out of the will. <laughs> Maybe we'll find somebody else to get that shoelace. But like, like he just. Like he, he something about like on on a certain day it was like on a Sunday like I had thirteen people listening you know and he was like wow that's it and I'm like that's thirteen people that I don't know you know mm-hmm. that's that's the my favorite thing about like the show that it's, it's, that's where I get like okay now they're just messing with me but when there's people from uh, Estonia or, mm-hmm. or from uh, I'll, well, I can't name any other middle countries. Like Afghanistan, Argentina, Ar- Argentina, Argentina. Yeah, yeah. There's like a few in uh, in South America stuff. Yeah. And, and to I me, think there was one in Iran too, or something like that. Oh, that's that's terrible. Then I said Afghanistan, but not Iran. Our one Iran listener is going to get upset. But I don't know <laughs> the ho- web the hoster that I have the show on. I don't know how that works out. So that's why I'm not necessarily you know I I highly doubt there's somebody in those countries listening to us. But if it is. That's even cooler. Say so maybe it was just, you know, oops, I meant to click this one, not that one, you know. Hey, you I'm, know, I'm willing to bet a lot of our listeners, and you know, no offense or anything, like, see the name of our show and think we're like, you know, one of those alien conspiracy type podcasts. Well, no, if that was true, I feel like we'd have what much more, you know. Mm. I feel like it'd be in, in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, and, like somebody clicks on that. it and like, this moron was talking about that time he shit himself, you know, when he was eight. Like, <laughs> what an idiot. But it's like, I, I don't know, I... I never heard from the three people that I know listen to the show. I never heard anything about, like, I don't get it. Or, like, why is it about an alien? Like, it's kind of, if you, it started out very vague. And I be I got it slightly less vague. But, I don't know. It just kind of, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. it's just an, an all-in-one. And that's what bugs me when I first wanted to start it with people. Like, well, what's it about? And it's like, I mean, do you want to know? It's like, it's about cooking, uh, you know, in the evenings. Like, they, they're trying to get it too specific. And that's where, like, that limiting thing kind of bugs me, you know? It's kind of like, you know, the the show Sammy Hagar does Saturday nights. Like, I play whatever I want. It's like, we just talk about whatever we want, you know? Well, he does more like hair metal, too, though, right? Well, he does all kinds. He does punk sometimes. Oh, because I listen to the day um, one. That's why I don't know. Maybe it's mm, different. Yeah, the one Saturday on night, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I listen to the one on Sunday. Or I've heard the one, and it's always like hair metal. Mm-hmm. But it, he'll play Metallica, because that's metal stuff, but like early, early Metallica. This is the one that comes on the Fox Saturday night at... Um, you know what i'm so dumb it's not sammy hagar it's d snyder oh okay that makes more sense yeah 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 yeah. yeah, that makes way more sense (laughs) (laughs) correction oh sorry it's only uh sammy hagar fans and um and uh any sammy hagar montrose van halen fans yeah you're right at home (laughs) i don't know i don't know what that means but so like one of the big reasons i keep thinking about like our listeners because yeah, within the last week or so, we cracked a thousand. I listeners know, month, which that is was pretty cool. So, so, all right, my first kind of goal the first year was at least a listener a day. Well, here we are. July is our two-year anniversary. So, hmm. in less than two years, we reach a thousand. And that, to me, it's first off. If you take the first year to second year, that's growth, man. If you want to mm-hmm. get all like technical, but it's just neat that it's gotten like more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Instead of like. 
hey, it it got pretty cool the first couple months, and then like it just petered. Like there's two people I listen to, you and then the other, you know, um, uh, you and me. <laughs> yeah, you and then me. No, honestly, it's funny. I don't listen to the show <laughs> because like I'm I'm like the little time I give myself to work on it. Uh, you know, I got enough time. Like I gotta edit today. Well, you gotta edit it, so you've already listened to it twice already. And I thought, I you know, I kind of like that's my recording style. I try to make sure that all the all our little hiccups are in the beginning, mm-hmm. because if I have to patch it, like you know, fifteen minutes, take out these three minutes, like oh, I would hate doing that, and I mm-hmm. would be like, you know what? And so I feel like in the first beginning ones, we're trying to get our legs. I kind of steered it towards where it would be, where I kind of know where. All right, this topic's going somewhere we could talk for. Like, last week's was my favorite one because I thought that we would talk about 15 minutes for that. And then that ended up like the whole being yeah. show, like two two episodes. So that's kind of what I like. And mm-hmm. it's all about kind of knowing. At the end of the day, it's just us talking. You know what I mean? It's nothing yeah. fancy. We're not, like, uh, shooting bottle rockets at each other or, or, you know, making some elaborate pranks or something. No, it's, it's just, it's... like, the stuff that we get. And it kind of gives us a time to hang out because, you know, we're busy with our own uh, old people lives that we don't get to hang out <laughs> so that's kind of the second segue because in the last well in last month now we're towards the end of uh, april this show probably won't even air till may sometime but so in in march i i reached another year uh, i'm 38 now this this earth vessel that i have it's 38 years out mm-hmm. and of course it's still getting worse but it's still like uh it's weird to watch how you hear that and you think it's funny, like yeah, that doesn't make sense. But it feels like once you hit like the day of your of your birthday, you just start like something else goes out. You know, you start getting more yeah. shitty. It's like you know, it's just another day. I mean, well, that's you know, is like twenty but, something. You know, is different, but. but I don't know. There, it's just like a, un, you know, unconscious type. You know, trigger. It's like okay. They are another year older. Let's have you know. Let's, let's have, have their my, knees go out. Let's have my elbow go out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, start limping again. Well, I did get some good news. I finally, after like it hasn't been that long, two years, but I got my eyes checked, and my sight is still the same. So they didn't so, have to change my prescription. So at the very so least, I can say, yeah, my <laughs> eyesight has not gotten worse. So that makes me feel a little better. But other than that, it's just like oh man, just it ain't nothing. So we're reaching, or I'm reaching that milestone. And at work, I found this months ago when I first started working there, but it's a book about like the 40-year-old, or what is it saying? How you know when you're 40. How you know when you're, or you know when you're 40 when. There's something like the redneck, but it's like, you know you're 40 when. And and these are, and the the best part is, it was written in what, the 70s or something? Um, I I think it was like early 80s. Let me find the copy right here. Even older than us, which is 82. So yeah, it's two years older than us. (laughs) Well, based off, the, oh, that's weird. Based off that, this year's the 40th anniversary. Yeah. Wow. Look at, see, I'm just, the, I'm just the genius. That's just the alien vibes going through. So we're gonna kind of go through the book, and kind of maybe see what's, uh, what those apply or what maybe those make sense, <laughs> and, and kind of just a little spick stuff about our birth. Uh, you know. You can eat a double chocolate fudge sundae and not get any pimples. What? You could do that in your 30s, I think. That one. See, that's the thing. There's so many. I've skimmed through them. There's so many like absurd ones. There are tons of like offensive ones, and that's what just makes me feel of like it's funny the way they did it. So let's give it a shot. Let's see what we find out. Yeah, well, here's one that's um, more uh, um, relevant for you. You know, with playing games with your nephews and so on. When you know you when you're you know you're over forty one, everyone can beat you at compute video or computer games. You know what? And that's kind of and oh. yeah because you kick their ass. <laughs> What? Oh, it's untrue? <clears throat> it's like, didn't you like beat them and they got really pissed off? Well, yeah, yeah. See, that, that's kind of what I'm going to tie. So let, let's jump in the show. We'll do that on the show. Okay. All right, so that's the cutoff point. And then... Uh, <laughs> this is Tony Shava, your jive-ass alien with... Beth the Supreme Deity. Here we are uh, bagging on old people while we're still on this side of the fence. Yeah, um, we're not over that hill yet. You know what's funny? When I hit 25, I can't remember exactly what went on, but I remember after a few months or days or whatever, I started kind of thinking to myself, I feel like I'm having a quarter life crisis. I know. When I turned 25, everyone's like, oh, you're a quarter way through your life. It's like, wow, you're <laughs> being real ambitious for me, assuming yeah, I'm going to yeah, live to 100. <laughs> that's the funniest part. If, <laughs> you assume I'm going to live to 100. Wow. <laughs> if I limp to 25, what makes you think I want to go through uh, three more periods of this? You know, mm-hmm. there's no way. I can't Coffee exactly, break. I can't remember exactly what happened. I just remember at 25 going like, I guess almost sitting down and, and thinking about life and just going like, 
Jeez, man, I gotta go seventy-four. My it, it, it was not like a time of celebration for sure. <laughs> nah. Well, considering where I was at that point in my life, it's like, oh. Can't okay. Wait to do it. Like <laughs> I gotta go through seventy-five years of this, you know, mm-hmm. that specific situation or whatever. Yeah, it's like, well, I turned twenty-five. I feel like I'm about you know sixty. Well, since yeah, I've always been like kind of older than I was. Like right now, my body feels like an eighty-year-old. I mean, I see, I see an 80 year old walking down the street, and I'm like, yeah, he, he must be like in the 70s. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way I'm doing that in my 80s. Uh, but one kind of cool thing that um, it's, it's funny because it got released like right at my birthday, so, and I didn't find out until a week later. But one of the, the big things I've talked about before, I'm a big uh, music fan, a big uh, metal fan. And this band has been around, you know more about them than I do, but Meshuga, they put out a brand new album that came out. I didn't it's know like, until I, after. I'm, I want to say I know more about them than you did. I just, you know, listened to them. When I was a teenager, you know, my brother started listening to him, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's cool!" So I listened to him. All the uh, all the albums he bought, I took him listen to. <laughs> but did you ever did you ever uh, burn them or just take no. them? No, well, because I you know I was a teenager. Me and my brother were still living together at the time, so yeah. it's just you know, I was like, "Get out of my room! I just came to borrow a CD." You swipe it, yeah. yeah. Were, were you guys? Were, oh, I was gonna say you guys weren't living together, or you guys were yeah. living like at home, but not yeah, like yeah, at home. Because yeah. you guys moved in together later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was back when we were still kids, I guess. You know, yeah, we've reached the age where anyone under 25 is considered a kid. I think that's in the book, too. I remember, like, you call anyone of a certain age, like, oh, uh, you know, whippersnapper kids. or something. Yeah. Well, I think we did, I don't know, we never did a Simpsons episode, but just kind of, like, the best description is, you know, we want to be Simpson, uh, home, uh, Bart Simpson, but we're more like... Um, grandpa you know yeah. kind of like just you just shuffle along people get on your nerves just like uh, just get out of my way mm-hmm. i don't want to mm-hmm. interact i don't want to like compete i don't want to like contribute just like just get out of my face you mm-hmm. know? don't mm-hmm. even talk to me because you're just trying to sell me something you know? i saw a meme the other day that uh, i was just like yeah yeah that makes sense is um the older i get the more i understand those witches that moved to the woods and killed anyone who disturbed them wow. <laughs> i was like yeah I like that. Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to get away from you, and you're you're like mm-hmm. actively coming this way. Like, yeah, you're gonna get killed. You know, mm-hmm. it's self-defense mm-hmm. at that point because I'm trying to defend my sanity. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I bought um. So two. It's kind of it. it it's tied in the way of kind of pop culture. So, Bishuka put on a new album, and so they've been out around since the '90s, huh? Early '90s. Yeah, it must have been because we listened to them. I'd say late nineties. Okay, I yeah. thought I, I kind of looked at the. I got I into them like in the late thousands. About, yeah, maybe about ninety eight, ninety nine. When they first it was short, came out. shortly after that that we started listening to them, and they had like one or two albums out. Okay, yeah, I mean, and they're only up to like five now because they're one of those that put out. Yeah, every. every yeah. I, I didn't know they were still making Active, music. That's yeah. that's you know how long it's been since I've you know heard well, one of their albums. Well, I don't so. know how we at the, when we worked together. I kind of brought up or mentioned it, and then you yeah, were just kind of like, like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, they're like classic rock or something. No, I wouldn't uh, say classic rock, just not new. It, they're gonna play it on Mega. I swear to God. Like lately, when I'm jumping around on, on the uh, work car. And I put on Mega, and then they'll play like uh, some some Snoop from like early nineties. I'm like, this is not old. Mm-mm. Like it just, it, 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 yeah. They play that, and then right after they play, you know, uh, R.E.S.P.C.T. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that because that really makes me that aggravates me. Most of the time <laughs> when I hear like, oh, can you believe that ninety kids are thirty years old? I'm like, oh, that doesn't bother me. But when you play a song that I knew and it was like back in my day, and it's like I remember that's hearing, classic. Um, Inner Sandman on a classic rock station, like in some other town. I was like, no, no, no. No, I'm not that old yet. You you already have those classics, guys. Like just yeah, keep just playing those. those. Yeah, we know. We don't need hear, new classics. <laughs> when I want to hear Foghat, I know to go to your station. You know, mm-hmm. when I want to hear some uh, newer stuff, I go. I, like I won't hear Meshug on the radio for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Meshuggah's got such a unique sound to them. There's not really they, if there is a genre they fit into, it's a very very small oh, genre. Yeah. Yeah. So, Niche, so it's yeah. not like you, you know. You got drums. They're style can get old because they kind of have a style to themselves you know what i mean yeah and, and they don't change it like their yeah. all their albums like they have a similar sound like on the new one that you know it's heavier here or whatever but it's it's that same feeling of it you know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like your beach boys you know you're getting a beach boys song with the little uh, right the vibe. little mbop type little harp know, or whatever yeah, that little uh, surfing vibrato type sound, yeah. or uh what's that thing called the dang the, the oscillator that little device i have i forgot what it's called I have to bring that. Oh, I the found theremin? It. Yeah, there you yeah, go, yeah, the yeah. theremin. Yeah, the, yeah. I know where it's you know, at. The, the lazy guitar, you know. Yeah, ukuleles. Like the, 
Anything that makes you think of being at the beach, you know. Yeah, yeah, that southern, that uh, beach sound. I mean, yeah. there's the Beach Boys. Like, yeah. it's, it's the boys at the beach. Think of what they would play, and that's what it is. <laughs> so they have that real cool, unique sound, and, you know, to me, it's being close to 40, and I'm still, like, listening to heavy stuff. It's, my musical taste hasn't necessarily, like, diminished, you know? It'd be mm-hmm. like, well, it, and, you know, the last two years, my ears, um, my hearing has gone, started going away, and it's, it's to me, it's not because of the music, because I never, I've pumped it for like periods of time but never like all the time and, and i'm not one of those mm-hmm. that likes to drive around like hey guys listen to what i'm listening to you know so that's i, I hate that sound mm. it's never good really. and it's like you, you all you hear is just this you know horrible noise of it's like how can you listen to any type of music with that going on or how can you enjoy it yeah you know? like even songs that i like and i'm sure that's not good for your car <laughs> yeah all those things running all loose. the vibrations going everywhere well ever since uh, like a teen when i remember when people started putting the big speed subwoofers and all that the thing is when you hear when they don't do it right and you hear like the, the license plate it's, like, it's just like, mm-hmm. like like dude i know inside you must think it sounds amazing but outside it sounds like garbage man i don't think it sounds amazing out inside, inside i think they're just trying to do shock value but it's uh, okay, so there's no got, there's no way you can hear anything else other than the bass when that bass is going that loud. Yeah, see that's the thing. It's always like the the adjustment is like full bass, but it's like that's not the best way to hear music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, kids these days, kids these days, like they have no I've respect. Been doing it ever since we were kids. Look, nine p.m. <laughs> is quiet time. You turn yeah. out. That's the time when hey, I watch now it's seven thirty p.m. is quiet time because that's when Lily goes to bed. Oh, okay, yeah, Lily is such <laughs> So Sugar's still rocking, still you know mm-hmm. these guys are in their fifties, sixties, is still touring, which is a ton of musicians though if you know anything about musicians, but also kind of bringing in from like old school. I took my nephews uh, the week before they left. We went to go see the new Sonic movie, mm. and the the list of songs. This is the thing that that got me. It's a lot of okay, you have your Disney movies, your Pixar movies. They have a certain soul to them. They have a certain beat to them. Uh-huh. They're different. They're unique. They're they're style. Well, there's a there's also a genre of animated movies that are very sort of generic. You know, the humor is I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like it, it's they're, they're usually huge with kids. You know, both movies are good, but like they're probably all the public domain Grimm's fairy tales type things. Well, no, they make like DreamWorks or somebody comes mm. out, but they're very sort of like. Uh, paint by numbers where mm. they, they have like a, a, a popular song and well Sonic did all of this where it had like uh, it tries to make these these moments of pathos with the with the humans it's like we just want to see cartoon people you know wreck havoc so it got, yeah. to, it got to like it's almost like they're trying to make it a, a bigger movie than it is like it's all about you know uh, mm. characters fighting each other and you know world domination like don't try to make it more about like uh, family values or try to try to shoehorn in um, what do you Morals. call it? Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Try to make it be about something bigger. Uh, Jim Carrey. Was I was about to say, wasn't Jim Carrey Doctor Robotnik? Uh, yeah, Robotnik. Robotnik. I, I know. That after a while, that Doctor Robotnik became like Doctor Egghead or something like that, and he's, never really understood that. But yeah, he's jumped before. It's the same guy, but they call him different. I, I want to say it's because the translations. Mm-hmm. So he was mm-hmm. Eggman or whatever. Yeah, back when Sonic first came out, playing the first one when we were kids, he was Robotnik. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in the second one, it's cool because they bring Tails in, too. The mm-hmm. little, little fox. Yeah, and then Tails and then Knuckles. Yeah, so the movie is with Knuckles and he's trying to find one. So those scenes are pretty cool. But then it gets, like, <clears> all... Like, towards the end is where it, it kind of, like, really hit me. And it, I didn't like it overall. But, of course, I'm not going to sit there and complain for the boy. They they liked it, so that's mm-hmm. all that matters. But I was sitting there and towards the end, there's, like, a wedding scene. And they do that where they're playing, you know, uh, Nora Jones. You ever heard that Nora Jones song? It's They play mm-hmm. it at every wedding. If... If I have heard it before, I don't recognize the name of the Yeah, artist. yeah. I kinda, <laughs> just because I played it like... like I brain. might hear it and be like, okay, yeah, I've heard that before, but I don't well, it's, recognize oh, it. Oh, it's, it goes like, don't know why or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the best. But, I don't know. We danced the time warp at my wedding. So. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, this was... This is more like in the last 10 years or so, I mm. want to say. It, but, oh, okay. But when I was well, you DJing... Well, were, you were DJing weddings, so... Well, they had already played it by that time. It was a few years old, but just having to hear it... They play like... It's very slow, so they play like before the wedding. So I don't know what they call mm. that uh, period. Ambiance. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, it's after it's after the wedding, but when people are getting ready to like eat, I guess. Mm. So it's like the, the downtime. It's kind of background music. Yeah, yeah. It's very like uh, romantic and, and you know puts in the mood like... Like these people love each other, some shit. But so, so, 
so on the movie, that's where they're playing that that music. But it's like so generic, you know. So it's sort of like one, don't even include it. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. It does it kills it slows down the moment. Like for a solid 10, 15 minutes, we don't see the the, the creatures. So just these human people. Like we don't really give a shit about what you're so doing. So it's like CG mixed in with live actors. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's you know kind of like the Tom and Jerry that came out a few years ago. Oh, was that? And didn't they like hand drawn over it though, or something? No, it was CG. It was CG because yeah. yeah, I remember I saw the trailer. And I'm like, this is trash. I like, know. I was yeah. like, I could tell from the trailer, this is trash. And, and honestly, till you said it, I would not have been able to guess. I think they did do a Tom and Jerry movie, but yeah, you know, hell, they did Alvin and the Chipmunks, and that one got big. So, see, have you ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks? I saw the first one, and I don't think I watched it all the way through. I remember wanting to at least give it a try because I had Jason Lee, yeah, as Dave, yeah, but. Yeah, the the chipmunks are just too annoying. And you know, I grew up loving Alvin. And the yeah, chipmunks. me too. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Chipmunks we, Big Adventure was like st- it's still a great movie even now. Like I watched I it a few that. years ago and I was like it still holds up. Oh, okay. You know. Cool. So it, it's one of those um stuff from like growing up that wasn't just like only this age could get it or enjoy it. Like it's still Maybe it's because they took, you know, the characters I grew up with and you know they probably did this in chipmunks big adventure but because it was my time period you know i didn't really notice because oven chipmunks go way 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 back oh yes 60 um, maybe yeah so so, so I, I mean you know they looking back they definitely did this in that movie yeah. but they took the old classic characters and brought them into the current time period oh okay you okay. know what i mean you know they gave all the chipmunks you know these hoodies and Oh yeah! Instead it, of their classic, you know, turtleneck shirts with try their to bring initials them, on them, you know, <laughs> like make them fit into the this generation. Exactly. Or this, yeah, instead of keeping it nostalgic or something. Hell, do you ever watch the the old um, Brady Bunch movie? Not the, the one that one. the one that came out like early thousands yeah. or something. Yeah. I liked that movie. See, I'm not a Brady fan. I watched this growing up, but well, it was I mean, like I, I I was able to appreciate that movie because I, I like the way they did it. They're trying to make you know this '70s family exist in a yeah. time period that's not the 70s they did the, it, was, it was it was meant to be a comedy so it's almost like a parody of them you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. funny thing is when i was watching it you know I, I can't remember what age i was but i remember watching it like on reruns or something mm-hmm. but i was remember going like man they don't look that old but it's like no that's not the same cast that's like no, people, no. yeah no the um the mom from the original Brady Bunch was a Florence something. Henderson. Or, Henderson, yeah. yeah. She actually played the grandma in the movie. You know, at oh, the that's end really they go, cool. it's like, let's go visit grandma, and it, it's her. And oh, that's a neat little like callback or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, did they have Alice? Like, yes. They, they had the yes, original the Alice? original Alice did oh, make okay. a cameo. Oh, okay. oh, but she wasn't like their maid. In the no, oh, no, okay. they had a new Alice as the maid, but the the original Alice did make a cameo. Jan r- runs away because she's tired of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You yeah. know, so she runs away. She's hitchhiking. She gets picked up by a trucker, and the truck driver is the original Alice. Oh, that's neat. It's like. <laughs> That gives me a large Marge vibe. Yeah, she did. She looked exactly like large Marge, except not dead, you know? Yeah, it had the, like, the the cutoff shirt and the Mm -hmm. trucker hat. Yeah, yeah, and, um, it's funny that, you know, the little jabs at the original show are put in there, too. She's like, me, I never had a family, you know, I was always kind of a loner. I figured if I had a family, you know, they wouldn't respect me, like, treat me as a maid or something. (laughs) Yeah, that's where I remember it was a lot of, like, sort of, like I said, it was almost like they were making fun of it, but in a fun way, like a ribbing. It was a playful ribbing on, on, right? because they know how much people really actually do like it. And then they put out a second one, which wasn't as good as the first one, but it was still all right. I mean, it had Rob Bowen in it, so... (laughs) Yeah, you can't do wrong with Rob Lowe. Right. Um, but no, no, I was, I was pretty happy with it. There's like a couple movies that came out, you know, when I was a teenager, when I was a kid that sounded like they'd be terrible. Like yeah. like movies of old shows. It's like, okay, you know, why are you doing this now? But it turned out to be really good. Like the Beverly Hillbillies. I thought oh, that I've movie was that awesome. Movie. That movie was great. I was never a fan of the show. That's why. I was well, like, I wasn't really either, but oh, the movie was really funny. They did it well enough. Yeah. 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 That's the right way to do it. So this is what I was trying to find on my phone. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the songs and music that they featured in the soundtrack. Good. Uh, this is one that really bugged me. That came for the out, Brady Bunch. No, no, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Sonic. Sonic right, Two. Right, yeah. Right. Going back. Yeah, okay. going back. So it's it's kind of like my re- uh, movie review, which like. Mm-hmm. 
if you're a huge Sonic fan, you'll probably like it. And, and I've ragged on him for years to my nephew because the oldest one, it's his favorite character. Mm. Which mm. I don't know. Sometimes he doesn't talk about it, so I don't think, and I don't think he cares my opinion. But I always rag on him. But it's like, so Sonic is a super fast. That's why he's like, yeah, he's cool because he's real fast. But it's like, but Doctor Robotnik could catch up to him, or he mm. can't catch. Whenever you want to play the games, Doctor Robotnik's taking off. Always gets away. Yeah, yeah, and he can't catch him. He's like, he's the fastest, and he can't, and he can't chase down this obese guy. Like, mm. yeah, I'm not buying it, man. And, and in the movie, it's really cool in the beginning a lot. But Knuckles like rocks him like hard. Like, he's just beating him around. Like, yeah, take that. You <laughs> See, shit. I never watched the animated series or anything like that. So, oh, I or played past Sonic Two, so I don't know much about Knuckles. Well, Sonic Three was a uh, Sonic and Knuckles. So oh. probably it's is uh, the boys. I don't know where they, this is the funniest thing. How they'll throw like trivia at me from like the nineties. I'm like. Yeah, no shit. I love that. I was that. there. Yeah. Well, cause, so on the Sonic and Knuckles, um, you had Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and then you had this adapter that went into the game system, and then the game went on top of that. So it was like some kind of Frankenstein thing. Mm, I think I remember the AVGN talking about something like that. But. Yeah, it's wonky. Well, so the boys were telling me this, like, yeah, I know. That's how you play Sonic Knuckles in the first one. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's bad enough when they're telling you all the cool stuff of the games these days that they actually play and follow, but they're trying to tell me from, like, my time, like, no, you don't understand. I was born with that, man. When you guys, when instead of doing my, my algebra, I was doing that, you know. I know what you feel like. That's how I feel when people try and tell me about Disney trivia. They heard, it's like, yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> Did you know that Snow White was based on, like, yeah, it, it, from this era? And you're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, so these are some of the songs. And they kind of mixed in, like, the original songs. But the ones that I kind of sent out, like, very early in the, in the movie, they played This Is How We Do It by Montel what? Jordan. That pl- I mean, that I like the song. That is not a kid-friendly song. Well, it's it's a song that's okay, but playing it at weddings really got to me because it was always the one to kind of start people dancing, like maybe forty percent of the time. Hmm. So I mean, forty percent of the time, that's hearing it way too often. And never mind, they played on the radio here. And this is real funny because it segues right into this song, the Uptown Funk with Bruno <laughs> Mars. They play that at every wedding. I play that every wedding. It's just the wedding soundtrack. Playlist. Well, and that's the or thing, playlist soundtrack. Yeah. That I was reading and it reminded me of what happened. Like they're they're like uh, they land in Iceland or something. Sonic and Tails, and they're trying to. I'm just like giving the whole movie away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So if you're one of those people that it's gonna be like two months after anyway, but um, they land in some scene and there's all these uh, like rough like Viking people or something, and they're like in a, in a secluded cabin, and then they get challenged. They they have a dance off. They get challenged to a dance off. With, I don't know about you, but whenever I have a dance-off movie, it's not going to be a good time. With Vikings? Well, they're they're like <laughs> rough gangster-type dudes. You know, um, they're like shade, but they look like uh, from that area or something. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're like in a snow-filled area. I can't remember what mountain it is, but it's like secluded way up there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but dance-offs, man. Well, the, the guy starts doing like this sort of, uh, you know... I don't know what kind of dance. They throw down a cardboard box. Maybe it's Serbia. No, no. It's, <laughs> they did do spins though, but you know they do all this crazy. But it's just I don't know. Dance. Whenever I hear dance off in any movie, my brain just shuts off. I have a Mario DDR game. For it was on the GameCube, and there's a story mode to it, which you have to play if you want to unlock all the songs. But the story la- <laughs> storyline is so lame. It's like. Each song, you're you get into a different situation, that you and must beat him. and the answer to all these you know situations he he, he gets put into is you dance. must dance the perfect dance. Oh, it's <laughs> and at the like, end you're dancing off against Bowser. And... That's pretty much what the movie was because it's like you either you know beat us and dance or you die or whatever. And it just so instead of a fast runner, he's a dancer now. Well, just for that little dancing, but he's like you know they play these. Uptown Funk, it's like, we know that song. Like, mm-hmm. you can throw in... Never mind, this song's like 10 years old, you know? You're supposed to make a, a movie for the kids now. It just... Uh, you know how we do it by Ice Cube? You ever heard of that song? Mm-mm. Well, it's, an old, it's like a 90s song. Um, Maybe they're trying to make it relevant to the parents but who have to take their kids to see this movie. But that's the thing. It's like, if you go that route... Maybe go a little obscure, you know, pull something else that I'm sure there's thousands of songs that give you that same vibe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being a DJ, being big into music, I hear tons of songs. I kind of do that thing where I'll be listening to music and I'll be like, hey, that music would look, would sound cool in this uh, movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. I do. I always like make my own soundtrack because sometimes when I watch like this, I get annoyed. Um, so there's, of course, uh, the, in the wedding scene, they play Barracuda by heart. That song is about their 
really bad money extorting manager that has nothing to do with love or romance. <laughs> well, see, I can kind of forgive that if one, it wasn't used as much or if we use it in a better scene, but misinterpretation of songs, I could totally see that because that happens all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sometimes they don't know exactly what's talking about. A lot of weed songs. Are this is the one that really got me though when it says Eggman, when Dr. Robotnik is building like his Big Mac or something, he build, um, He starts playing, he says this is Doom playlist and he plays Pantera Walk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, early in the movie they play Run DMC, It's Tricky. Uh, I like that song. It, again, though, it's just it doesn't it fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit in there. Like, it's like, do they have any songs in there that are you know from the new millennium? That's what I'm talking <laughs> about, Uptown Funk. But other than that, like, yeah, all these other ones are original ones. Oh, Kid Cudi, he's, he's some newer music. But that's the one that kind of got me because it's not so much where like, okay, you should only use songs that's kid appropriate because obviously Pantera is not like Mm-mm. kids are probably uh, unless you're very cool, uh, you're not gonna yeah, be. Yeah, like, I mean, well, I mean, you know, we listened to Pantera when we were kids, but we were cool. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> no, I, that's one of my favorite bands. Absolutely favorite, but like it just to hear it in that context is just weird. Like the for me when they when they do it, especially in, like those lesser kids movies, it's more because like, hey, it sounds really aggressive, and so it's gonna be. But it's like. The lyrics, kids don't understand about that. You know, walk. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you could pick a song that's aggressive and uh, and give you that. Maybe Fly to the Valkyries. I don't know. Do the classic. Ooh, the, yeah, that's a good menacing song. No lyrics. Mm-hmm. You have no clue where it's, when era it's from, but it's just like menacing. It's, it's fast. It's, it's frenetic. It's making you like panic or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's song from you know, the last some, 10 years. Some shit's going to go down when you hear yeah. Fly to the Valkyrie. Yeah, you know, like uh, pay attention or, you know, you better not be in the bathroom when you take care of that. Or like, you know, the ending of the the last, you know, let's say 45 seconds of In the Hall of the Mountain King 2 is a good, intense. What, what does it have, like, uh, as far as? Well, it's a classical song, like, you know, Flight of the Valkyries. Is that like an aggressive song? That seems more yeah, like a... It sounds sinister to me. Yeah, you or, know? Like, or like a... Like a like it's pacing, like it's going. Well, it starts really soft and really like slow, and it gets faster and louder as it goes on. So it's really cool. How you have to listen to the whole song; it's great. Yeah, I've only heard that clip. You know, I probably heard it more on commercials than anywhere else. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it starts like just really soft and slow and mellow, and then it gets like all like, oh crap, something's gonna happen. Oh shit! Those are <laughs> like someone's songs. chasing me. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you're just kind of like nothing to see here, and then mm-hmm. and then you just freaking out mm-hmm, exactly well so maybe it's just because i'm too old but yeah that movie just i didn't care for it i mean i sat through there and it had like jim carrey's pretty cool and i'm a big fan of his and, and it's i haven't of, seen him do anything in a long time uh he was a few years back or i think for like two seasons he was on this it was i haven't seen it but i want to check it out more where it was a cool concept where he plays basically mr rogers type like a kid show but a lot of it's kind of like behind the scenes when he's like, mm. you know, completely flawed and doing all kinds of, not like mm. all grotesque shit, but, you know, obviously not like, we don't want this guy representing, you know, a father figure or whatever. I mean, I used to have a lot of respect for Jim Carrey. He's very <clears throat> intelligent, very insightful, but the past, I don't know, about five, ten years lately, he's been on this, you know, communist socialist kick and trying to get America to become socialists and communists and that's the way to go and... It's like, dude, you're Canadian. Yeah, that's what I was say. First <laughs> off, you don't care either way because whatever the consequences, you're exempt from it, you know? Yeah. If it goes to shit, he's like, well, I guess I was wrong. Just go back up to Canada, man. Yeah, he just got kind of got up on a soapbox and I kind of lost interest, so. Oh, I'm just like, I just want to see the acting. Like, mm-hmm. dude, quit talking about whatever. Just just act for me, man. Yeah. Just I, I did that to the boys like one of the first nights that we were here. Um, I did that like, just talk, talk out your butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> With your clothes on, but talk out your butt. Yeah, Ace Ventura. Yeah, yes. some crazy. I just found on a, some streaming site, uh, The Mask. Song. Oh, I saw an advert for that on my Roku, yeah. Oh, really? It's oh, like, so yeah. they must have just put it out or something. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like, oh, that takes me back. Cuban Pete. I watched that. I borrowed it from some kid like in 98, 99, when we lived in, in Southgate down in mm-hmm. LA. And I remember I watched that thing. For, like, he lent it to me for like two, three days. 
And I must have watched that thing like a hundred times, man. It was a good movie. And, you know, I remember owning it on VHS when I was a kid. My parents liked it, so they bought it. And my dad really liked the soundtrack to it, so he bought the soundtrack as well so we can listen to it in the car. Yeah, that, that, and, you know, there's just a lot of good music in that so i'm trying to remember some of oh, the, the 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 one they played when him and cameron diaz are dancing in yeah the that, that bossing yeah. over that uh yeah 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 can't remember what it's called either but but it's like, like <laughs> yeah. i hear that in a lot of sort of uh cuban ti- island type mm-hmm. of scenes or whatever yeah that's a great movie and i remember i got sick of it because i watched it so damn much but it's one of those i think we did talk about that i want to see like if it holds up mm-hmm. I it holds up. yeah yeah I remember one thing I liked is he always he was always watching like Tex Avery cartoons in his uh, in his apartment. Who? Oh, Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah, Jim oh. Carrey's character. Ipkiss, Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah, yeah. See, he, he always had like Tex Avery cartoons on and his landlady banging on the wall. Turn off those damn cartoons. And and you know what? It always got me to the little dog. The mm, mm-hmm. um, he looked like Wishbone, didn't he? Yeah, that's why <laughs> in that period, you know, from commercials or something, I kept seeing those. Um, what are the English terriers? I think mm. I forget the. I looked it up at that period, but because I wanted a dog, but he had to be like Wishbone. He had to be that smart. Yeah, like all oh, those dogs were really popular around then because you know there's you know obviously Wishbone, yeah. you know, in the mask, and also uh, Fraser. Oh, you ever watch yeah. Frasier? See, I didn't watch it at that time. I watched it much later. Yeah, I'm yeah, me too. I mean, um, yeah, when I was a kid, I thought Frasier was so boring. I didn't get it. But like, as I got older, it's like, okay, yeah, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, you watch the, the you know, when it comes to commercials, you're like, I don't know shit about Shakespeare. Like, fucking dumb, mm-hmm. the way they talk, but it's it's really funny. Man. But, you know, Kelsey Grammer, I, I love Kelsey Grammer. He's awesome. I've never, like, I agree that he's great, but I've, I was never like, oh, whatever. But, yeah, watching that, like, oh, I could give you... Sideshow Bob. If you can't yeah. get behind him for Sideshow Bob, then you can just fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of fucking off, so before we fuck <laughs> off to 40, let's check out a couple of these. Because I'm sure we're not going to do the whole okay. book. Oh, no, no, no. You want me to just op- randomly open it up? Or just kind of go through and, and thumb, see if any of those seem interesting. So this is what the book... like. For me, I want to get as sort of the cringy ones to see how like... Oh, okay. Because the drawings are very like, you know, it's obviously a guy who drew these. Mm-hmm. Which funny mm-hmm. to me, I still mention that even though when he draws those dad bods, like he doesn't look too bad. Like I don't see too many ladies. No, they like, got a little bit of you know the dad punch going on. I don't see too many ladies kicking him out of the the lazy boy no, recliner. Think, yeah, I think there's a couple in here talking about you know. Oh, how long it takes you to make love nowadays? <laughs> I remember that one. Oh, so going back to the one you had mentioned about the video game. So mm-hmm. a couple days in. Um, it, was, it wasn't planned, just kind of, and I haven't practiced in a long time, but randomly, I don't know if I brought it up or what, but we played some of the Smash Brothers that I had planned last time to sort of make this uh, uh, battle royale or whatever. And I just kind of lost interest because they beat me pretty bad last time. Mm-hmm. Well, so randomly we threw it on, and of course in the beginning he's just destroying me, and he, of course he's not telling me, this is going to make me sound super old, but it doesn't tell me what the buttons do <laughs> because they move around and I customize well, I mean, them. a lot of kids, you know, they don't do the combos and stuff like that. They just bat- button mash. Well, that's that's what I do. So <laughs> I want my button mashing to be better than their button mashing, you know? And so that's why with your my arthritis, I don't have arthritis, but with my weak bones and, and drink your milk or whatever, but on my uh, soft tendons, like my reflexes aren't right there or whatever. So we're playing mm-hmm. the game. And, of course, he's beaten the first couple of times. But after a while, I got the hangout and, like, at least two wins I took I took out of him. And my favorite was just after that, just kind of realizing his, his shit talking goes down. <laughs> and he gets real quiet and real serious, like, not supposed to happen. Like, so I can't let Uncle, Uncle Tony beat me. Yeah. So he's he's you can see him trying. And so when I beat him twice the second time, just like, all right, we're done. So I got those wins over him. And then, you know, throughout the, their stay here, we played some of that Mario Kart. That is kind of my... Well, I, I like to think of it as my bread and butter, but I ain't that mm-hmm. good at it. But I, I kind of beat him for a while. And then the second one, the second... Uh, um, the middle nephew, I showed him how to, like, do more of the drifting stuff because he wasn't doing it right. Mm-hmm. And he picked it up good. Like, he was... more Like, about half the time, he'd beat me. So I taught him how to beat me, which was stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you have the upper hand... The student has become the master. Yeah, if you have the upper hand, do not, under any circumstances, pass that on to these little shits. Because they're, they have the, the, one, they have the time to play this damn game all day. And they have the, the, the willpower. Because after, mm-hmm. like, three losses, man, I'm, I'm out of here. I ain't mm-hmm. going to keep up. I know where, I get frustrated. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to keep doing this shit. Um, the, 
when I first moved out of my mom's house and I moved in with a couple of my friends and one of them was like the the game at the time was Smash Brothers Melee. Oh man. That's and, the second one I think or something. Yeah, yeah, and he was like all into Smash Brothers like Melee and like he's always like, Oh come on, Beth, play with me but I was like, I don't want to He's like, No one else will play with me. It's like, Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of the I'm one of those none of them. <laughs> but I, I was forced into playing that game so much it's just like I can't stand playing it anymore. Well put it this way, did you ever win when you're playing a game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you squeeze out of a win here and there. Mm-hmm. But it's just not... And it's funny because I was on the opposite. And growing up, I always try to get my sisters to play because, you know, I was the only boy. And they hated it because I would just trash them. And when I did win, he would get so pissed off. He'd be, you know, just this whiny Stomping around. bitch, you know, throwing a t- <laughs> temper tantrum whenever he got beat. And it's like, no, we're going again. It's like, oh, dude. I, I think I it's was like, like I let him win just Just so to finish leave. playing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Three hours later, you're starving. You're like, you know what? I don't, I don't even care about this game. That game and another game, I cannot, I, I absolutely, I mean, I love Mario genre. Don't get me wrong. But right. one game I cannot stand to play is Mario Party. And yeah, my two roommates liked playing Mario Party. It's like, it goes on forever. It's like, with, with three people, it went on forever, even if you do just five turns each. Yeah. But, like, they bring all the, you know Those all these people games. over and, like, have, you know, as, you know, like, four or six, however many. Eight, I'd want to say. I, I think yeah. eight was the total. It's like, they'd have eight people playing, and they do it for, like, 20 rounds. It's like, no, I'm going to bed. Cause, yeah, because one, like... <laughs> To go through all those eight players, it's like a half hour. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like it took forever, and I was just like, dude, I hate this game. But never mind how, how like annoying it is because that's one of those games where it's it's not necessarily so... Well, you do the mini games, so it's a little bit of, of uh, technique, but it's majorly just like random. Because, yeah. I mean, I can't... T- I've, Some I've, of them are just button mashing. What, well, you know? but I mean, like, you, you know, this guy has, like, five stars, and all of a sudden, at the end, he'll get... This other guy gets six stars because, like, hey, he's lost the most games. Like, they give these mm-hmm. uh, um, prize uh, stars or whatever. So, somebody that did awful ends up winning just by, you know, randomness mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. what's kind of annoying. But anyway, so I found one in this book I thought was kind of funny because it's kind of flip-flop now. So, we, so we just, you know, established this book came out in 82... And it's it says, his 40-year anniversary, yeah. so in 40 years, let's see how much of this holds up. So it says, you know you're 40 when you start wearing boxer shorts instead of jockey-type underwear. You notice the underwear ads, but you're... You notice colored underwear in the ads, but you're all white. And it's like, nowadays, if you wear briefs, yeah. you're considered old. Tidy whities yeah. And the younger guys are wearing jockeys or boxer briefs or something like that. Well, see, yeah, it, I remember in, in high school, like, when I switched over to, to briefs, and I had those, uh, I don't even know what they call them, but just the, not the boxer briefs. Once I found boxer briefs, that's where, where I reached the, like, oh, this is the, the high living, you know? But <laughs> the here's best the, of both worlds. The best of both worlds. But here's the key, the clue. Do not buy white ones. <laughs> buy any color but white. Mm, skid marks, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get stripes. If you get stripes, you're set for life. <laughs> hey, why is that striped a little different? None of your business. Why are you looking into my underwear, weirdo? Get out of my house. I don't even know who this is. Wow. <laughs> you stop to think and sometimes forget to start again. <laughs> oh man, I've, uh, <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> anything really important though? I'm trying to think of like it's usually something that I ah oh, gives a shit. Never so. Are you? It's like you know, I, I stop to think about one thing and then I, my brain kind of wanders off over here and I start thinking about like it's the like wait thing? a minute, how did I start thinking about this again? Well, to... What was the other thing I should have thought about? Yeah, yeah. you're never you're never mm-hmm. digging that memory mm-hmm. out. You know what I do it a lot at work. <laughs> We're like. I have to do, or I tell myself I gotta do some because I don't, I set my own task unless something's like you know going wrong. I kind of set my own task. So there's so many times I'm like okay I gotta do this, and then like I'll sit there. That is perfect. It happened to me Wednesday. I was at work and I had to do something, and something in the morning I just got distracted. And I'm just like looking at dumb shit online or whatever, and I and I go <laughs> off to do something. I come back like eleven ish. Like oh shit I forgot to do it. I have to do this before lunch. So now I have like an hour to do this thing, and it's kind of like oh man. I could just keep pawning it off, but I had to kind of, I actually had to work, and so I had to kind of oh. rush. Yeah, but I set myself up for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> if I would have, like, taken my time, I could, like, knocked it out, the task, without all that struggle, but. Maybe. So, you know, anyone could do it, you know, if you take your time and pace it out. It's the procrastinators that, you know, want to challenge or yeah. something. Well, those are the true <laughs> champions. Those are the true skilled ones. The ones that you do a half-assed job and, you know, 
right on time. <laughs> throw that throw that research paper right under the door as the professor closes. You know. <laughs> so how else do we know we're old? Or what's uh, going to happen to us when we hit forty? You know, you're over forty when getting a little action means your prune juice is working. And shows the little man sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Look how happy he is. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I hope I'm, when I'm 40, I can smile like that after taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always used to say my dad spent so long in the bathroom just so he can get a break. Oh, yeah. And I, I, that's my happy place. Yeah. You start calling none, anyone under 30 kids. That's, that's the one right there. <laughs> I feel like for me, it's younger than that. But see, when I see like high school people or, or even younger people, like they look like like uh, like fetuses, man. I know it's like it's like you're in high school. Shouldn't you be in elementary school? It's like, did I look like that when I was in high school? See, I don't think I feel like during my twenties when I would see high school kids, you know, mid twenties, late twenties, high school kids look like they were too old to be in high school. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that, you know, once or twice too. It's like you know, you see, especially. Close to my house, I live right next to a big high school, so you always see them walking back and forth, and I was like, you know, I remember being a freshman in high school and looking at the seniors thinking they looked, you know, like their mid-twenties or something like that. Now I see seniors and they look like they're 12 years old, so. (laughs) I I feel like it's a, I might have to, you know, do some research, but yeah, it it can't be our our generation, because we don't, one, I don't follow you know the youth so i don't give a shit mm. what they're doing so then to just pop up and then all of a sudden they look like fetuses is kind of weird yeah. <laughs> so yeah under Isn't... 25 or under i would call kids because i see if once you hit 30 you look from the age of like 30 beyond you don't change one you get yeah. wrinklier and whiter hair but that's about it yeah yeah you've kind of reached who you are by 25 so yeah so if you get one message out of this episode is once you hit 25, you peak, all right? So yep. don't, the rest of the, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> well, but look on the bright side. After 25, you've peaked. So after that, you've got all these excuses as to why you're <laughs> yeah. not up to snuff. Yeah, when you're 33 <laughs> and you, you're doing shitty like, work. oh, I, my back hurts or my knee hurts. I can't, I can't get that done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you don't even have to make an effort because you don't, you don't care. It's like, what are you going to do, fire me? I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Here's another one. And you know you're over forty when it takes you all night to do what you what you used to do all night, and shows a very tired man on top of a very bored lady in bed. <laughs> well, that's kind of. <laughs> I like how they keep it vague because, like, well, well, what do you do at night? You know, <laughs> you work the graveyard shift or uh, you travel. That's, what, that's why you need the illustrations to like kind of put it into context. But it just cracks me up the women they draw, like how they're. Yeah, like this one. Oh, his yeah. Boobs are like. Pointing upwards. <laughs> what what does that one say? Because that guy is a creep. Yeah, Look at that picture. So some older guy with a pipe checking out some younger girl whose boobs are that's like, how literally you know he's, vertical. He's old. The pipe up, and then that little uh, what do you call that cap? Like the paperboy cap. Yeah, yeah. It says you find almost any woman extremely attractive. You can always find some physically redeeming quality in a twenty-year-old. It's like okay, yeah, creepy. Wait, wait, wait. you can always find. Is that what it says? Or you can find some physically, you can find some physically redeeming quality in a twenty-year-old. So that's kind of I interpret that as like, it doesn't matter how she really looks, you'll find something you enjoy or something. I don't know. It just has a weird. But in the picture they put here, they show a woman with very very perky breasts and like pigtails and freckles, like she's still a child. (laughs) Jeez, makes no sense. Well, and that guy looks like he's eighty. Like he's not even a forty-year-old. He looks like a seventy-year-old. You realize your contemporaries are all making more money than you. Oh, I mean that's from like teen teen years, yeah. yeah. That ain't no big deal. It's like we've been shopping for solar for our house hmm. and we had a salesman come over a couple of days ago and he was talking about the companies like, you know, the owner of the company is thirty four. It was like, Oh god, he's younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> well, I it's sad I hit that peak. Um, I can't remember how old he is now. I think he's either right at our age or a little younger. But uh, LeBron James, when he went to the NBA, and you know they say you know, and I was like, oh man, I, that kid's in in the NBA, and like, what did I do? Like, this is my third job in, in as many years. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You think Club Med is some sort of camp for retired doctors? You know, I don't know what Club Med is. I I remember hearing it in old shows and. I don't know if it's a similar, but to me, my go-to joke for getting... I used to say, like, when I turned 25, like, I, 
I'm going to get this any day in the mail, my AARP card. <laughs> That's my go-to joke of like being old, you know? It's funny, when my mom got... Um, Initially got a, you know contacted to get her AARP card. She's like, at first I was like super offended. It's like I'm not that old yet. Yeah. And then I realized how much money I'd be saving. It's like you know what? I'm old. If you say so, yeah. <laughs> give me that card. Give me that senior <laughs> discount. Yeah, that's <clears throat> But is it really that much of a saving? <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, my mom loves saving money. So let's see, you're cold. <laughs> you know, you're over forty when you're cold. <laughs> You start dressing much warmer than younger people. Ah, that makes me feel good rocking my my uh, yeah. Grown man this shorts. is this is me all the time. It's like you can't believe kids are outside wearing only a sweater, <laughs> and you're freezing wearing a hat, jacket, overcoat, gloves, and you're st- still in the car. Let me see the picture. Oh wow! It's like we always say that. It's like kids have no sense of self preservation. It's like you see. It's like. Oh, no, you know, 30 fall. years or 30 degrees outside and you see kids out there in shorts and t-shirts. Spreading like, around. Yeah. Why did your mother let you leave the house without a jacket? You'll catch a cold. Yeah. yeah. Catch well, a death cold. So you worry about other kids or like, you know, if you see them and you're just like, oh, no, that's terrible. Or I think, you know, what were their parents thinking? What would your grandparents <laughs> think? <laughs> you know, you're over 40 when you sometimes sit down to put on your underwear. That one I thought was really funny and it. It kind of, you know, I sit down and put on my socks. But now, because of that, I try to put on my socks while standing up. I will not be sitting down anytime soon. The weird thing is, you know, to put on your underwear, right away I would, like, say nay to that because I don't want my butt sitting on my, my like, uh, I know how dirty my butt is. I don't want that on my bed. You know, it's disgusting. Well, I mean, we've dis- we've established previously that you only shower once a week. Okay, so. that is not true. <laughs> that is false advertisement. <laughs> well, I'm, one episode, you're like, I took a shower today. And we're like, and it's like, this is my second shower this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's two a week, Beth. I don't know if you did the math there. <laughs> well, you like you treated it like it was something, you know, new. To be, to be, to be commended. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's a good combination. I I put on my underwear without having to sit down. <laughs> what before we leave off that? I've heard it before months ago, and then I heard it on the radio recently. But what is your take on? Apparently, there's people that do this out there, but people that put on one sock and then one shoe at a time. That I heard. Uh, my science teacher was talking about that oh, wow. when I was in high school. So that me. is genetic. Oh, explain that. It's, a, it's just kind of, you know, a predisposed, you know, idea in your head. It's like, you know how some people could curl their tongues and some people can't? It's a genetic thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you could practice that. But yeah, it, it can be practiced and yeah. taken over. Because he was talking about, you know, when he was, you know, some people, you know, put one sock, one shoe, one sock, one shoe. And I always did sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah, 98% of humanity with the common sense does that, you know? But, you know, he was talking about, it's like, I used to do that, you know, sock, sock, sock shoe, shoe, until... He reached high school mm. or middle or junior high or something. He had to start, you know, getting dressed for PE. Mm. And he was like in the floor in the locker room was always wet or dirty. Uh-huh. So he didn't want to put his socks down on the dirty floor. So he did sock, shoe, sock, shoe. So he didn't have to get his socks dirty. But so- it took a lot of practice to get him to overcome his natural instincts of sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Oh, well, see, I've been in a situation like that. And all I do is. My foot hovers. Like, I don't understand how hard that is to... It just seems to me kind I of... I just, you know, prop it up on my leg, you know. But it just... But you do sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. Well, that's just... Okay, so my... Like, con- I started doing sock, shoe, sock, shoe when I was pregnant because it was really hard for to get, to get down to my foot. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, so it's more convenient, though. Yeah, yeah, it's more convenient. But I feel like if you have the option, that option's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, when I was in Serena, they were like, oh, it's a... You either put it sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or you're some kind of psychopath and you put it in your sock. <laughs> because to me, like, when I've had, say, like, something's wrong with my sock and I have to change out, you know, change my sock or, or take off one shoe, it's always weird because to me, I over-tighten it. Or mm. if I do sh- sh- uh, sock, shoe, it's going to, I'm going to not tighten it evenly. Whereas if I do sock, sock and I'm tying both shoes at the same time, I sort of have that rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's my excuse because if I do one by itself, I'm either pulling too much or not enough, you know. 
it's like it's more relevant during this time of year where it's starting to get warmer. But um, in the winter, you know, I just keep socks on all the time. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like my so- you know, socks Lily, with sandals. Lily cannot stand to wear socks if she's not wearing shoes. Once as soon as yeah. we get home, the shoes fly off. The, the socks, socks come off. Doesn't matter how cold it is. Uh, she likes the comfort. No. She she just I think she just likes the feeling. Yeah, feel or something. she she doesn't like the feel of the sock, but she oh she associates the sock with shoes, not. The sock with just, you know, for wearing. Yeah, it, it plus, has to go. If you have, she's wearing socks, she has to have shoes. Yeah, plus I think a little bit of it is when she learned to walk, we lived in an apartment with a carpet. Oh. And then we moved into the house we're in now, which had tile. Yeah. And she realized I have much less traction here with if socks. I'm wearing my socks. Like, I felt so bad because mm-hmm. we moved in in summer. She was wearing sandals all summer. Yeah. And then winter came along. We put socks on her, and she goes to walk through the kitchen like normal, and she slips and falls. Right away? <laughs> right away. Because oh, wow. she, she didn't expect it. She She's used to... Having some know, friction. Having some friction there, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, part of it is because she loves to run. She just... Oh, she never walks anywhere. She <laughs> yeah. runs everywhere, so... I think it's because she has better traction barefoot than with socks on. Well, have you guys thought about getting her a trampoline? We yeah, she has one. Oh, she does. Yeah. Like a, a big one? one of Not a big oh, one. Okay. Uh, it was it was a small one person trampoline. My grandparents got it for her for her like second birthday or something. Oh. And she loved it. We had it in the living room, and she was we had the little bar. Yeah, yeah. To I was gonna say on one of those that just bounce all day. And yeah. we we thought like she'd just go flipping over that bar because she bounced so, so high. high. Yeah. <laughs> so she loved it, and then she just kind of stopped playing with it and used it more as a bed to sit and look through her books on yeah yeah and then we just she got bigger toys we didn't have room for it so we stuck it out in the backyard and she'll go out there and bounce on it when we go out there and play but yeah i was gonna say is she too big for it now or she's kind of too big for it yeah plus it's falling apart it's been out in the elements for like a year so well at least it's not you know big enough where it'll get caught by the wind that's Mm -hmm. funny the oh yeah the flip flop flip flop flip flop yeah yeah it's always (laughs) terrifying yeah I don't know, Beth. We hit the one hour mark. You got anything to add about uh, being owed and being told and being scolded or what? It's not so bad. I keep, you know, I read stuff about like as a kid, you know, people are, are trying to hurry up to be an adult and then they hit an yeah. age and then they regret it. One thing that I would like to touch on the, you know, me and Mark were talking about the other day and we've talked about this in the past before. It's like there's all these, you know, memes and social stigma that, you know, adulting is hard. Yeah. And it's like, no, it, it's not. <laughs> it's just you didn't don't want to grow up. <laughs> See, my take on it is not so much that adulting is hard, is adulting is like it's it's very unfulfilling. <laughs> like <laughs> Well well, we find it completely fulfilling because adulting, you know, writing checks for bills means we have a roof above our head, we have electricity, we have water. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, your mind makes that shift at a certain point, but you know, adulting is not hard. It just means you're having to do, do everything that your parents used to do to yeah. you, for you. you have to and be you more don't need to be drunk on wine every single night to get through life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're doing that, you're not you're not getting through nothing. You're just in the same spot. <laughs> it's like, you know, scrolling through Pinterest, you know, cricket cut files, whatnot. It's like, TikTok. you know, like 50% of them are about drinking wine and, oh. you know, messy bun with, you know, drinking wines like. It's, it's not hard to, you know, one, put effort into your appearance to get through life without being drunk. Hmm. And adulting really isn't all that hard, you know? Yeah, it's just it's, it's when your body's breaking down, it's a little tricky. But, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the not so much the physical aspects of being an adult, but just, you know, the the tasks, at the hand. tasks at yeah. hand. Yeah. You know, they're not that, they're not that hard. <laughs> Well, that's a good kind of. That's probably one the first time we ever ended kind of an uplifting note. So I want to cut it off there yeah, before, so you, before we, we ruined, sully we this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, for Jiveas Alien, oh yeah, check us out on whoever's out there. Send a goddamn message to jiveasalien at gmail dot com. Um, I I hopefully will finish the app someday. I think it's set. It just it's not how I like it. I, I mm. haven't kind of tweaked around. Perfection with it. is a cruel mistress, my friend. Oh man. Between her and misery, like I got, I got, I get no sleep. <laughs> this has been you got a three-way going on. Three-way going on with misery and uh, well, I forgot the other one. Perfection. Perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. 
uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Poe bodies nerfing. I always write that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I heard it, but it always cracks me up. Poe bodies nerfing. But this has been Tony Shaw with your drive as Alien with... Fifth Supreme Deity. Uh, who knows what we're bringing next time, but yeah, check me out. Send me an email. I'll send you a sticker. Uh, I'll send you a pog. I don't know. Make some pogs. <laughs> I, can, sh- I can make stickers. Can we? Can you make pogs? I kind of want pogs now. Um, They won't be good pogs. <laughs> they, won't, they won't be made out of cardboard? They'll be flat? There'll be yeah, more they'll probably be at, made out of cardstock with oh. just some Sharpie writing on it. Oh. J-A-A. <laughs> ja. <laughs> ja. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sign it off, guys. So talk to you later. Toodles. Yeah.